Have you ever thought about being the host family for a foreign exchange student? I'm London Mitchell, and as we are staying in contact, my guest is Val Varick, representing ACES, the American Cultural Exchange Service, a non-government, not-for-profit that links students with host families. So American Cultural Exchange Service has just recently celebrated 25 years in business. We are a 501c, highly rated, not-for-profit exchange student organization. So we highly screen our students to make sure that they are um, independent, mature, financially able to be here, meaning that their natural family will support them uh, for their physical needs, for example, their personal items, their clothing, outings with their friends, and um, you know, just mature enough to be here. Uh, then the host families that we are looking for, they are volunteering to host these kids for 10 months. The kids arrive just before school starts and they depart shortly after it ends. The host family provides a bed for the student. They have to have their own bed. They can share a bedroom with another student close to their age um, and meals in the home. So if, for example, they wanted to buy a school lunch, they would have to use their own money for that. So we try to match them up with similar interests, you know, things that the family likes to do. Um, we have a lot of kids. We, we work with over 50 countries. So our kids are from all different nationalities and religions. So we can't match them up 100%. But if we know a child has an allergy, we're not going to put him in a home with a family with a lot of pets. Most of our kids love pets um, or some might not be able to have pets because in their countries, a lot of them live in apartments and they're not allowed to have pets. So when they come to the United States, they just get so excited to finally have that pet in their life. So, um, and with our host families, we're just, we're looking for loving families, you know, families that want a child in their life. Maybe they can't have children. Um, that's what, how my husband and I started hosting. I have one amazing son from before my husband, but my husband and I weren't able to have kids and I had hoped to have, you know, three or four kids and nothing worked and this came up and we decided to give it a try and 15 kids later, um, we've had amazing experiences. We've learned so much about the American, our own American culture. Um, for example, Americans are the most time conscious country in the world. So if we say your deadline, you know, your curfew is 10 o'clock, we don't mean 1010 or 1015. We mean 10 o'clock. So then they learn about um, grounding. <laughs> You're late of being grounded. So they do follow host family rules too. Um, they do light chores. We've got lawn mowers, boys, and dishwashers, <laughs> girls. But um, they're not au pairs, but they do, you know, occasionally will babysit for your kids. Like if you're going to run to the grocery store or something like that, that's fine. That's part of being a family. But um, we also work with the State Department. We are designated to work with their scholarship students who are future leaders of their countries. And they are selected from over thousands of applicants. They're highly screened. They're highly trained uh, about how to give presentations about their country so that our kids will learn from them, you know, about, about the world. These are high school age kids? Yes, they, they're 15 to 17 but they can turn 18 once they're here. And, and they speak English. 
yes, they do speak English, some a lot better than others. Um, but certainly their grades reflect we none of our kids are anything less than say a B minus average. So and a lot of our kids are straight A's. So they have that potential, even if their language isn't perfect, um, they improve so rapidly. It just in that time before school starts being around their host family and you know getting them out in our community, their language just grows amazingly. Now, this is the time of year when you're actually recruiting or looking for host families. Absolutely. Our, our kids are deadline by the State Department to get all the kids into the country is August 31st. So we have all summer to find those great families out there. And we have so many kids waiting for that American family to make their American dream come true. And, you know, they're, they're very motivated because, you know, if they don't follow our state city laws, our state laws, our school rules, our host family rules, and their ACEs, our, our program rules, then they're going to be penalized. Um, and depending on what it is, if it's something illegal, they get sent home immediately. Um, if it's just something that they can't quite catch on to, you know, strike one, strike two, strike three, you go home. But right now we've got to find those families, try to match them up to a, a student that's going to have similar interests so that they can have that best experience of their life. I would imagine your strike one, strike two, strike three doesn't happen very often. Oh, rarely, rarely. But, you know, and sometimes they, they just need that strike one to realize, oh, they're really serious. You know, I, I really do need to be in on time before curfew. So, and, and it's not usually bad stuff. Um, it's just silly stuff. It's cultural differences and, and they adjust, you know, they, they will figure it out and, you know, they have a meeting with me and I say, look, you know, this, this has to stop. You have to do your dishes on time. When I hosted my German student, I told him, you know, you're not going out over the weekend unless your bathroom is cleaned Friday by six o'clock. So on Friday I came home, I said, so you don't have any plans this weekend, huh? He goes, oh yeah, I have many. I said, must not because your bathroom's not cleaned. And so he took his little boom box in that bathroom and blasted it up. And 30 minutes later, he come out and goes, mom, I'm done. And sure enough, it looked good. And I'm like, okay, what are your plans? So, you know, it's just, it's, it's cultural differences because some countries it means, you know, okay, I'll do that sometime soon. But in America, again, going back to the, we're time conscious. I need it by this time on this date, they learn, they adjust and they, they finally fall into that you know rhythm. What works best is it is it a family that already has children in the home or are you looking for empty nesters you know what all of the above because our kids when they go to school they make friends so if it's an empty nester or a single parent home or you know a family that has never had children before um, you can you can even double host if you don't feel like you want to be the person entertaining that that student, but you, you pretty much don't need to do that because again, we encourage them to get involved in school activities, whether it's a sport or music or drama or club, and they make friends. And that's another rule is your parents have to learn who your friends are. You have to give them their, their names and their contact information and your host family needs to know where you're at all the time. So just like our American kids. What's the relationship between the students who would be coming over and, and the school districts, have those all been, those arrangements all been pre-made? Yes. Um, okay. So as far as schools go, we work with most schools, but a lot of schools have limited slots. 
So for example, um, Oregon schools will accept three and it's first come first serve basis. So we've only got one uh, in that slot already. Sylvania Southview is completely filled. Perrysburg is completely filled. TPS, we, we've got a wide open range with TPS because they love our kids. Our kids get really good grades and they get involved. So TPS is very welcoming and they will also allow them the opportunity to graduate legally. And they, they do check their transcripts. Um, Sylvania Schools is gracious enough to do that with our students as well. Um, but the rest of them are just wonderful with our kids, giving them senior privileges and treating them as international guests. So we work with almost all schools. We don't have a lot of tuition payers at this point. So, and our kids come on a J-1 visa. And so what that means to the school is our kids can be included in the headcount and they will get funded for them through their state funding. Tell me, Val, how's, how a family contacts you or finds out more information about being a host family? Um, they can actually go either go to our website at www.exploretheworld.org, or they can absolutely call me directly, 419-466-7074. And I will gladly give them any more details that I might not have covered. From your personal perspective, uh, and you've you've been a host uh, more than once. Absolutely. Give, give me a few uh, stories about how it's been rewarding for you. Well, seeing things through their eyes for the first time again, it's it's things about us as Americans that we don't realize. Uh, my Japanese daughter and I, Aiko, we were walking across the front yard, and it was getting you know as dark and. I live in the country. I live by Mommy Bay State Park. So she's like, oh my gosh, what is it? And I thought, okay, it's either a deer or a rabbit or fox, something. And she's looking up and she says, are those stars? I'm like, what? You don't know what a star? Because in Tokyo, the sun never goes down. And she had never seen a sky full of stars like that. And I just never dreamed that a child at 16 had never seen stars before. So it just, it brought joy to my heart that that was a, a new experience for her. And then the other thing is we, I, I took a car load through the car wash and they're just going crazy. I'm like, what's wrong with you guys? And they said, we have never been in washing machine. <laughs> I laughed so hard. And same thing with the drive-through. Drive-throughs? We are a fast paced society and we have so many drive-throughs, like not only food, but the banks, they absolutely go crazy wondering what the heck I'm doing at the bank outside with that little teller thing. It's just amazing to them. Val Verick is with ACES, the American Cultural Exchange Service. I'm really impressed with a statement from their website that says ACES believes that only through interaction can the peoples of the world truly understand each other, establish friendships, and promote world peace. That website address again is explorettheworld.org. I'm London Mitchell, inviting you to join us again at the same time next week. In the meantime, please send your thoughts and comments about our interviews through my website, londonmitchell.news.